It's almost the greatest time of the dirt racing season. It's Knoxville Nationals Week. It's the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. I'm the crew chief, Mark Meyerhoff, in with... Wait, Mike. Mike. What's up, Mark? What the hell are you doing on the phone? Getting ready for Knoxville. What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I, I wrote it down in the contract. I'd missed this week. Whoa, hang on a second now. There there wasn't any, uh, you know, there wasn't any time off request forms. There was no PTO involved with any of this. Like, what, 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 why are you not here in studio? I guess you didn't read the fine print, dude. This is on you, not me. Fine print? I'm the one who typed up the fine print. Well, it was really fine. I must have been. I must have had to put my cheaters on to just read it because I didn't see this anywhere. Peter, I know you do need some glasses. <laughs> need some glasses. I can see just fine. I got 20-20 vision. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, as you can clearly hear, we got Mike on the mic, but this week it's Mike on the cellular device. <laughs> Mike on the cell. <laughs> oh, boy. This should be interesting. This is a new way of doing stuff. Uh, yeah, you're getting ready for Knoxville Natties, dude, man. Like, I, I we've been hyping it up for about two or three weeks. So I'm kind of jealous. Oh yeah, dude. Like you said, man, biggest week of the year for dirt track racing, and pretty stoked to be going down. We're leaving Tuesday night, so just getting everything packed up and ready to rip, and it's gonna be great. Unreal. Well, I just hope that you know when you go to share this episode later this week, you cannot hashtag Mike on the mic this time. It's going to have to be Mike on the cell. Mike on the cell or Mike on the mower. That's what I'll be doing later. You got mowing the... Did you say the mower? Oh, I got to cut the grass quick before I go. It's getting long over here. Oh, what time are you leaving? Uh, we're leaving Tuesday at about 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. So you got time to cut the grass. Just enough time. Oh, I was thinking, like, you said Mike on the mower, so I figured maybe you're on the mower right now, getting ready to, like, give it the super tune, get out there and cut the grass, you know, maybe put a couple floodlights on there on the front for some headlights. I don't know. No, I'm just sitting on the mower right now recording with you. (laughs) All the way from (laughs) Oak Grove. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie to you. This is uh, this is a new way of podcasting for us. Uh, I was kind of curious to wondering how this would go. It's it's very, I don't want to say this, unusual. Uh, it's kind of awkward because I'm in here. We're doing this thing, but I'm so used to seeing you across from me. It's just not the same. I know. I'm at, now I'm just at home on the phone. I mean, I, I'm looking good. I know I feel good. Okay. I don't know. It looks, sounds like I sound good. Yeah, you sound great. I mean, I got the, I got you dialed in and everything. You sounding good. I mean, hopefully it turns out on the audio end when we edit this, but I mean, it should work out pretty fine. Heck yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. I got the front row challenge tuned on from Oski. Geo Selzy just went quick time. Kid's on fire right now. He's definitely one of the favorites for Knoxville coming up Wednesday. Yeah, no kidding. He's kind of on a little bit of a heater right now. Yeah, he is. Went in the 360 Nationals last weekend and kids fast they got that 18 car rolling good right now yes they do well i'm just gonna tell you right now buddy don't get comfortable with this whole i'm gonna call in every week deal and i'm gonna enjoy my own space when we do this thing because this is a one-off you you ain't getting this again nope nope completely understand we'll just do one every uh three months it'll be like my one week off year for pto what do you mean you still it doesn't even qualify because you still called in well, I know, but I'm still like I'm I'm on the clock, but I'm not at the clock. You know what I mean? Oh, so you you like you were gonna punch in, but you just said nah. You put the time card back. Yeah, I just had Taylor punch me in. <laughs> Didn't tell you. <laughs> nice, 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 yep. nice, nice work. Yeah, now you guys are apparently uh, besties and everything. You guys text on the side and whatnot. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Saturday she uh, shot me a text. 
you know, me, me and Kate are going to be Snapchat buddies now, so. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> you, you'll get a lot of puppy photos coming up here pretty soon. <laughs> right, right, yeah. What's the ETA on that? Oh, it looks like the end of September, so looking forward to that. That'll be a lot of fun. Is it going to be another girl puppy, or is it going to be a boy puppy? Going to be a girl puppy. Do you have a name picked out? We kind of have a name picked out. It's just if uh, just kind of waiting to see how the dog looks, then we'll go from there. Okay, so we don't want to break any news here. We don't want to make a formal announcement. We want to wait a couple weeks on that. We'll wait a little bit till we see the puppy, and then we'll come up with a breaking news live on RT Sports Podcast, and it'll be good. <laughs> RT Sports Podcast. You can't. Oh, it's right the now. best. Oh. I can't wait to do some some on-spot cans from Knoxville this weekend. It's gonna be it's gonna be a riot, dude. Oh boy! Well, there you have it. there you have it, folks. You're gonna be getting some on-the-spot location RT Sports podcast updates live from Knoxville, and uh, in the coming weeks, we will unveil the the name of the new puppy. It's gonna be good, dude. And pretty stoked. Pretty excited. And there's your slugger update for today, eight nine twenty twenty one. <laughs> in the book you see you didn't even know you were doing it and you just did it that's that's the best way to do it though yeah see you didn't even know it was totally unbeknownst perfect well buddy there was some racing going on this week uh, a lot of action yeah. going on across uh, the world of racing what do you say we get down to the rtsb main and do a little recap let's get it suitcase race Let's get her going. It's the rtsb main presented by the racing insiders The Racing Insiders, your one-stop pit stop for everything. NASCAR, Xfinity, Trucks, ARCA, the Cup Series, you name it, they got to head on over there. TheRacingInsiders.com or find them on Facebook at The Racing Insiders. Let's just get right to it, man. Young Money, NASCAR, killing it. Road course, domination, Hendrick, can't stop them. Kyle Larson, championship 2021 right in the books. Dude, he's just so fast right now. It's unbelievable what he can do on a road course. The whole Hendrick team, Chase Elliott running second, just they're dominant. They are so good right now. He's sitting good for the playoff run with all them bonus points. It's going to be an interesting playoff season. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just like uh, you touched on uh, him, and it, it's this is kind of a big, big deal too because right now Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin are tied for the regular season points championship. Whoever wins that is getting 15 bonus points going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, when Kyle Larson scoops that up, he's going to be sitting. He's going to be well over 50 bonus points, and it's going to make it an easy ride for them first couple rounds. So if he can just stay clear and do everything right, he's going to have a pretty easy cakewalk to the final four, I think. Right, absolutely. No, I totally agree with you there, bud. You know, if, if you if you, like you said, a nice cushion, you don't want to use that as uh, as as a buffer but it it'll kind of allows you to have a bad run in one of those first two stages of the playoffs which i have a hard time seeing but obviously we've seen crazier thing happen like last year with harvick and hamlin dominating all regular season harvick doesn't even make it to the final four yeah they both struggled to even get to the final four pretty crazy the way that worked out but i mean all you can do is just you know rack some points up like they did and hopefully it works out for him but i think the way kyle's going he's definitely gonna be the favorite for the championship and gets quick and everything he does no. I mean, he won the king's royal a couple weeks ago goes on vacation comes back wins another crown jewel the perry dirt classic goes back on vacation comes back when walkland's glen now tonight he's at the front row challenge he'll be at knoxville nationals looking for his first one the kid is on fire now we have to assume we'll, we'll talk about natty's here in a few minutes we have to assume that he has got the okay from mr h he's running the whole thing yeah, I'm guessing he'll run the whole thing. He qualifies on Thursday night. But, I mean, a couple of years ago, he didn't transfer in on Thursday night, so they were stuck way in the back in the C-Main, so they never ran Saturday night. Right. So I think if something like that happens again, they'll you know they'll scratch for Saturday. But if he makes it in, he'll definitely be running Saturday. No, that's that's got to be the assumption. If he's in, he's running Saturday. If he's going to be stuck maybe back in a C-D-Main potentially, probably not run. Yep, I agree with you there. Now let's just uh, we're not we're not getting into Natty's talk yet, but now let's since we're on the top of Kyle Larson, if he somehow goes down to Knoxville this weekend and pulls it off, you undoubtedly have to say 
He has had the best racing season. And I'm not just talking on dirt or NASCAR. I'm talking about in a hole that potentially any driver has ever had. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's won all the big crowns rules. This is, I mean, not all the big ones, but this is one that's, you know, eluding his trophy case. And, I mean, if he can do it, I mean, basically the season's half over, so he's still got plenty more races to go and win. But the kids, I mean, he's one of the best. I mean, Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon weren't doing this stuff. They were winning dirt races, but not crown jewels. And he became the first guy ever to win a World of Outlaws sprint car race and late model race a couple weeks ago. And then to do it in the same year and two ground crown jewels, pretty incredible oh yeah and then if he caps it off at the end of the season with potentially a nascar cup championship i mean we're it's hard to argue against it yeah i mean win that championship be amazing then go to turkey night on a midget win that big midget race and then chili bowl starts off next year go for the he's on fire and he's got so many laps at all these tracks he's just so good it's it's just pretty insane we're watching history it means the greatest race car driver of all time Right, yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, and then to cap it all off, to start off the year, go down to Chili Bowl, maybe do a three-peater. That'd be pretty insane. Jeez. Kyle Larson, man, on freaking fire. Yep, young money, the Asian sensation. <laughs> he's he's not. He's fast. He's wild. And he's clean, too. He's not, it's not like he's dirty in people. So, I mean, he's, he's one of the best. No, I totally agree, man. Totally agree. NASCAR, Kyle Larson getting her done at the Glen. Who knew? Maybe he's the new road course king. Watch out, Chase. Sure looks like it. Yeah, Chase has seen a lot of the back bumper of the pot this year. Yes, he has. He thought he was the king shit of Hendrick Motorsports. No way. No, wait a second, no. sir. Number two, he's the bridesmaid, so That's right. I know what's feeling. Get the dress. Yep. Uh, finishing off on the uh, on the asphalt side of things, the inaugural Music City Grand Prix at Nashville IndyCar. I don't know if you caught any of this, Mike, but my lord, what an insane race! Yeah, I watched about the first seven cautions in the first hour, and <laughs> I mean the track was super cool. I mean the racing didn't play out from when I had turned it off, but seeing the Indy cars go over the bridge in Nashville, there, pretty cool. It was awesome i'm really hoping the cup cars get to do something like that no that would absolutely be insane i agree track layout cool especially with the cars going over the bridge uh being next to the tennessee titan stadium as well i also think the story of the weekend of that is uh your winner marcus erickson at the beginning of this race on a caution he ran over somebody flipped his car in here and i flipped he popped a wheelie basically and we saw the under yeah sky wheelie did yeah thank you I mean, front bump or front wing damage, rear wing damage, you name it, he had it and pulls off the victory. Unbelievable. I saw that crash. I cannot believe that, let alone he got to rejoin the race. Then I saw him leading the race, then picked up the win. Just crazy. I've never seen an IndyCar. Usually if they make a little bit of contact, they're, they're done. done. But They're done. They're done. Like you said, he had to be he had to be two feet off the ground, pulling a sky where he comes down, slams down, and goes on and wins the race just incredible just complete insanity uh i i definitely would have been interesting to see uh i don't know if you kind of like you said you maybe caught the first little bit but not the end uh colton herta uh got mixed up on some strategy and whatnot he was the dominant car all day long and got shuffled back he was in second and he was uh they were both playing a little bit of a fuel mileage game and whatnot but uh Colton messed up a little bit, got behind the eight ball, had to do some catching up on Marcus Erickson, and then uh, all of a sudden they were panned on Erickson leading the race, and all of a sudden yellow came out and it was Herta because he overdrove into one of those corners and stuffed it in the wall. But he was coming, man. He was a dominant car all day. It would have been interesting to see if he actually wouldn't have, it wouldn't have wrecked by himself if you know what it would have happened in the closing laps. Oh, for sure. I mean, that was a tight course. I mean, there was a lot of passing, a lot of outbreak, and so it would have been cool to see what he could have done. Nope, absolutely. IndyCar putting on a shoal. Uh, both IndyCar and NASCAR at Indianapolis Motor Speedway next weekend. A double header. It is unfortunately, and I, I'm going to be the first to say this. It is a complete travesty that they are not racing on the oval for NASCAR because that's where it all started for them when they went to that track back in '93, '94, I believe it was. Yep. And now your race at Indy this year is on the freaking road course. No, NASCAR, I'm sorry. You screwed up here. You put that race back on the oval. I am mad about this one. Yeah, I think they should have definitely kept it the oval with all the tradition there being the brickyard. And then they should have just added another race 
seeing it with the brickyard. Maybe do a two day show, do the brickyard on like a, on a Sunday, and then do the road course on a Saturday. I think would have been really cool. But yeah, I totally agree with you. It definitely needs to be on the oval. No, I, I think it, I think it would have been fine because IndyCar races on Saturday, so that's cool. You know, even if it wasn't even a doubleheader weekend, NASCAR still needs to be on the oval at the Brickyard. Yeah, uh, I, I, I when I found that when I came out on the schedule, I, I that's a race that I want to go to. I want to go to the Brickyard. That's a that's a bucket list race for me. But if it's going to be on the road course, I am definitely not going. Yeah, I think going to watch a road course race would be pretty difficult because you won't be able to see the whole track. I think it'd still be fun, but definitely not something I would want to do. Definitely see the oval; be amazing. Well, I agree, man. I just uh, I'm not not a fan. Obviously, you know, unfortunately, you know, just like every any other keyboard warrior out there, I'll still be tuned in on Sunday to watch the race because I'll probably have some money riding on it. So whatever. Yep, be dropping some DK lines, and uh, yeah, I hear you there. <laughs> so IndyCar Saturday at Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the road course, then followed up by NASCAR on Sunday at Indianapolis on the road course. So much for the pavement. That's the boring stuff. Let's get on over to the dirt. What do you got for me, Mike, on the cell? Mike on the cell. Like, um, we had USAC out in Pennsylvania doing their little speed week. They had six races with uh, Chris Windham picking up the win at Grandview. Jason Persley picked up his second win of the year in his second career. He was super fast in that Keith Goons car. Then Tanner Thorson went back-to-back at Bridgeport and Bloomsburg. He's been on a tear. I believe that's his fifth win this year, so he's definitely getting that 19 figured out. And then Justin Grant <clears throat> picked up the finale with Logan Seavey picking up the Silver Crown win. So a big win for him out there in the champ car, so that was pretty badass. They're off for a couple weeks, and they'll be heading over to Lucas Oil for the asphalt race. So midgets back on asphalt, that's going to be pretty badass. Hey, Cars look awesome. Oh, yeah, no, they've definitely been doing some uh, doing some different stuff with that. That'll definitely be uh, one to tune into and uh, check it out. World of Outlaws, we're at Peebley for the Ironman 55. And what a kind track. Kind of a favorite. What a track. Yeah, super cool. Definitely on the bucket list. Going to have to hit that track up. Sheldon Hanchild doubles up. Wins the prelim the night before, and the Ironman 55, his second one, laps up to seventh place. Jeez. He's got that place figured out. He is so fast there. I don't know if you saw on the social media feeds and whatnot, but somebody went to that track's uh, Wikipedia and changed the owner's name to Sheldon Hotshield. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, he's, he's quick right now at that place. He's got it figured out. And, I mean... It's, it's like any kind of race, and it always helps when you draw the pole. So Lady Luck was on his side, and he capitalized. Oh, absolutely. No, a lot of action going on there. I, I, I had never personally seen that track. I tuned in for a little bit to catch it. Uh, what a, I mean, I think I saw somebody else put on there. They were like World Outlaw sprints at this track, like fighter jets in a gym. Fighter jets in a gymnasium. It's so cool. And back in the day, they used to run the Power Eye, and then USAC wouldn't be running their Pennsylvania Speedway so you get all the big time USAC guys there so it was an awesome double header definitely be on the bucket list of you know they were doing all that stuff but Frank Cruz picked up the two power I midget wins there kid's young and fast and he's the CB Industries cars with Chad Boat they had him slinging and kid doubled up and really quick no good racing out there a lot of a lot of tune up talking world outlaw wise tune up to uh, leading into uh knoxville i believe they raced at knoxville last night too as a little tune-up yeah last night the capitani capitani classic they had 65 cars and david gravel picked up the win he was fast started fifth drove by everybody he's uh big momentum going into knoxville so he'll be quick i mean a lot of car a lot of good cars that make the show last night 65 of them they sent 41 home on the trailer so Jeez. it's gonna be wild and then a lot of them guys are at the front row challenge tonight do we have an update? Uh, they're running 305 heat races right now. The qualifying's in. Like I said, Geo Selzy went quick time. So it's going to be good. Heat races are up next. And down here at the Aki Challenge, if you win the heat race, you get $8,000 in product sponsors and money. Damn. Just to win a heat race. So this place is really cool. They do a lot of stuff for the drivers. Terry McCarl promotes it. Definitely on the bucket list. Need to come down here and make a week of it and watch the 360 Nationals. Stay all day. Come over here and, or, you know, stay for the 10 days. But definitely a cool place. 
No, definitely. That sounds like a sounds like a heck of a time and a heck of a week of racing right there. Three sixty natties, front row challenge. I mean, what? Could, I mean, it doesn't get any better. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. No, three sixty nationals winner Geo Selzy, super fast past Darren Pittman on the last lap. Lap car in the way, gotten Pittman. Pittman split him. Geo went back underneath him and picked up his first career. 360 Nationals Championship. He also won the prelim night. Justin Henderson came home third to round out your podium. So it was a heck of a run over there for the 360 Nationals. Track was great, real racy. Wasn't very one-laned in the heat race. There was actually some passing, which is awesome because usually it's pretty narrow, especially for the 360 Nationals, they inverted six. But for the Knoxville Nationals coming up Wednesday and Thursday in the heat races, they'll be inverting eight. Ooh, wow. and taking the top four. So you don't want that track as narrow, but it was good. The Duncans did a heck of a job, and I'm excited, man. 360 Nationals was a race, a lot of hard chargers, a lot of good racing. And How'd you end up in your pool on that one, Mark? <sighs> I started off good, and then I dropped like a rock. It was a, it was a wild one. A lot, of good guys, a lot of good guys didn't make it, and some, some guys that you thought were going to run good had bad runs, and pretty incredible, but it was a, it was a wild one, that's for sure. Yeah, and then to cap it all off, the other, uh, I guess if you want to call it crown jewel of the weekend, USA Nationals right in our backyard, Cedar Lake Super Speedway, the high banks located out in New Richmond, Wisconsin. Yeah, Jonathan Davenport picked up the win. Pretty pretty solid comeback after getting hit in the head in the heat race with the mud clog and pulling off and right. came back, charged up front and picked up the win. No, definitely. It's always a a crazy weekend out at CLS, especially for this weekend. It looked like Saturday was in jeopardy, but the crew out there did a heck of a job to get that track ready to go. It probably wasn't in the favor of the drivers, and they probably weren't too pleased with it, but they still got the racing in. Fans got a hell of a show. USA Nationals in the rearview mirror. Brandon Overton came in second, continuing his hot streak, and then local guy, or not local guy, but he picked up his first win last year there and picked up the win Thursday night and rounded off at a podium, Ashton Winger, and he had a heck of a uh, celebration Friday after he picked up the win from Thursday's show. So yeah, pretty, pretty cool. cool for him. Yeah, pretty cool. I mean, you know, just a young guy running, you know, the family team and compete with those guys. So super, super badass for him. And it was a lot of fun out there. A lot of good racing. Track was, like you said, it wasn't in the favor, but it turned out to be a heck of a race. And, amazing they got the show in with all the rain no i i mean if i live 20 minutes from cedar lake and i know 20 minute difference and distance can be a lot but normally when it rains here it rains at cedar lake and uh i mean there were times i mean it was coming down i mean talk downpours torrential my yard was flooding and everything because of how heavy it was coming down i was like there's no way there's no way but they still managed to give it in so you know, we haven't done a four-wide salute in a while, Mike, but if I had to give one out, I'm giving it to the track crew and all the staff at Cedar Lake Speedway for making that happen and getting that championship night in at CLS. Yeah, for sure. They got it in, like you said, a ton of rain. It's really surprised that they got it in, but super cool. It was a great show, that's for sure. Well, in the rearview mirror, now all the focus turns over to uh, Knoxville, but before we get to that, uh, you got anything else from here? Should we do a little Knoxville natty preview? Yeah, Knoxville National starts Wednesday. They're over 100 cars. It's going to be wild. Half of them on Wednesday, the other half Thursday. Like I said, every time you're on the track, you get points, so you got to race as hard as you can. They invert eight for the heat races. It's a wild one trying to get to the front, and then they take four out of the B main, and then 25-lap features, and they take the best 16 and passing points to line you up for Saturday's A main for $150,000 to win. And then Friday's show is basically everybody that wants to risk their spot. And then they'll take the top four out of Friday's feature and line them up 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then four out of the B main on Saturday. So it's going to be good, man. I'm excited. A lot of good cars there. A lot of guys in different rides. They're also doing a throwback scheme. Yep. So tomorrow, they'll, Tuesday, they'll be you know revealing all the cars because there's some big money on the line for the throwback scheme and the crew shirts and all that stuff like they always do so pretty excited to see all that stuff it's going to be it's going to be a good nationals with it being the 60th annual nationals and also this year they're throwing in a thousand dollar lap money so every lap you lead in the feature on saturday night you get a thousand bucks 
So if the pole sitter goes out there and he leads all 50 laps, he's taking home $200,000. Wow, what an incentive. You are going to get one hell of a show, sir. Yep, it's going to be wild. It's going to be a good one. Really looking forward to it. Cannot wait to get out there and check her out. All right, well, you know the drill. We did it at Eldora. We got to do it here. Who are you picking to win it all Saturday night? I'm going to have to say it's going to be David Gravel. You son of a picking bitch. Up, picking up the win at the Capitani. The last time he won the Nationals, he won the Capitani. He had that car rolling good on the bottom. He went out past shots. He passed Corey Eliason. And Eliason does run good there. But like I, like I told you at the 360 Nationals, I mean, you can ruin your whole four days in that draw number. If you don't get a good draw and you're going out last, there's not much you can do. I mean, you can hopefully salvage it, but it all starts, you know, Wednesday, Thursday with that bingo ball. You yep. get a good draw and you're set to go out early when the track's tacky and you can get a good lap and makes or breaks your week. So hopefully Gravel can get a good draw, and I think if he does, he's going to be the one to beat. Well, that's who I was going to pick. So I don't know if we just both want to take Gravel or if you're going to force me to take somebody else. Gravel's got a good chance. I mean, Shuhart always runs good there. He's super good. He had a chance to win it a couple of years ago. He went quick time, transferred through his heat race so that he would have been sitting really good for the feature and forgot the scale. Like, that was his year to do it. Oh, man, how do you forget that? So I really think, yep, I really think if Shuhart But he's just been so night, hit or miss. He's been very hit or miss, but he runs good at these big races. Uh, so man. it's hard to say. I mean, Geo sells. He's going to be quick. Local guy, Brian Brown. It seems like the pressure always gets to him. Justin Henderson's been running really good. Davey Heskin with a seventh place finish at the Capitani, your current Knoxville raceway point leader. It's, it's, I mean, there's a lot of guys that do it. I mean, you can't count out Brad Sweet, Carson Macedo, Kyle Larson, 10 time winner, Donnie Schott. When I was thinking about this last night, knowing that we, I was going to ask you this question on the show tonight. I mean, my gut was telling me David Gravel this year. And, I mean, I, I don't know. It's your call, bud. You you got, you got took him already. I can pick somebody else, or we can both take him. Your call. Uh, we, can, we can both take him because odds are going to get her done. That's what I'm thinking, man. I mean, it's to me, it's like, how do you not pick against Kyle Larson? Because he's already finished second there a couple of years ago and then went to Michigan and won that race for NASCAR. Right. He's got the equipment to do it. He's proven that he can do it. Yeah, and last year they didn't run the Nationals. They just ran a two-day show for 50000 to win, and he picked up both wins last year, and he won both World of Outlaw races last year. So he won four races at Knoxville last year. <sighs> so, I mean, he's definitely the other favorite. But, like I said, you know, if, if everything doesn't go his way, he might not be there Saturday. And, I mean, Donnie Schatz, you can't count him out ever. I mean, I, I was there the year he won the B-Main and the A-Main. I mean, he picked up two wins, two A-main wins. Right, right. But is it the Donnie of old, man? He's He's got the one win on the year. He's just kind of been a little bit behind the eight ball, just not the Don Don we're used to. Nope, no, he hasn't been. But, I mean, he'll turn around. He ran third last night. He looked good. Anyone out late in his qualifying group puts on a good lap for fifth quick in his group. going to be good, man. Here's what I'm going to do. I'll let you have gravel, and I'm going to go on the chance, and I'm going to take young money. Young money. I'm going to take him, and we're going to have ourselves a little bit of a heavyweight fight here. It's going to be good. I mean, those two are the best right now at Knoxville, I think. And with Carson Macedo and that JJR car, they know how to make that thing go around there, too. See, that? that's that's the other one that I was kind of leaning to just because of JJR's reputation and their track history at Knoxville. I'll make a deal with you. You know, because things can go wrong. If Kyle Larson sucks it up, you know he probably ain't going to run because he's got other commitments in a bigger uh, series that he has to worry about. Right. So if you want, if you will give me Carson Macedo as a 1B, I will let you have a second pick. So you're taking Macedo and Larson? Yeah. I will take Gravel, and I think I'm going to have to go with Brad Sweet. How can you go not pick against the two-time defending champ, and he picked up an Knoxville Nationals championship. They're going to be quick. It's going to be good, man. I think we got two solid picks each. It's going to be a heavyweight fight. 
you know me, I'm always rooting for the underdogs. So if we could see somebody like a Heskin or a Henderson or a Brian Brown, maybe a Corey Eliason, that would just be storybook. That'd be insane. Be insane. I mean, you can't count anybody out. Nobody had their money on Tyler Courtney picking up a Kings Royal. Exactly. So anything can happen. Exactly. No, I completely agree, man. It's going to be a heck of a weekend down there. I'm jealous of you, man. Like, this is definitely something that I'm going to be already, already pre-planning for 2022. Uh, I got to see yep. it in person. I got to do it with you. I mean, it's it's too good of a time. I, I, I hope you have the best of time. I, I feel for your internal organs for that weekend, but uh, ho- <laughs> hopefully you'll be rested and ready to resume play come next Monday when we have to record because this is your one day off, dude. I know. I'm, I'm soaking it up. I'm enjoying it. It was a great time off that I finally got a vacation day. I mean, it only took about three months to build up one vacation day, and as soon as I had it, I used it. So, Hey, we're stingy here, man. We're balling on a budget. That is the truth. <laughs> right on, right on, man. Well, let's do this. I don't know what your plans are, but we've got some other stuff coming up here on the show. I know we got you on the line. Do you want to stick around, or do you want to call it an evening? Uh, I say we call it an evening if that works. I mean, it's pretty sad. I got to call into work on my off day. Well, it's just contractual obligations. Especially when I'm, I got to work on my vacation, too, at RT Sports Podcast doing on-spot interviews. That's all you. We did not require this of you. This, you're doing this oh, on you your didn't? own. No, it's not a oh. requirement. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I thought that was part of the contract. But if that's the case, well, then maybe I might have to take some more time off. Okay, well, let's talk about it for a second. If you're going to be down there <laughs> and, you know, there might be some fireball flowing and all of a sudden you might find yourself in a situation where you might be sitting next to, uh, I don't know, uh, Donnie Shots, And all of a sudden you're like, Donnie, do you want to get a quick vid? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely get something with David Gravel, the Capitani Classic, because we got to, you know, I, I trimmed up some more weight since last time you saw me, so I just want I got to get another video of that, make sure everything's going good. Oh yeah, you guys definitely have to do a little catch up, a little recap from when he was yep. out at Cedar Lake. Uh, you know, ask him how how he thinks that you've uh, trimmed up over the last uh, month or so. Uh, definitely yeah. touch touch base with Mister Gravel and uh, see get him if get his hot take on uh, how you're doing. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we got that illegal motor out of the car, and we haven't won a race since. So it's definitely not working out in my favor, that's for sure. Oh, not at all. Definitely. I don't think he should have called you out on that video or you should have taken the illegal motor out. Right, right, exactly. Well, buddy, let's do this. Before I let you go, because we haven't really gotten to one of the more bigger points of this podcast yet, and I don't want to, of this episode at least, I don't want to give it, I don't want to get to it just yet, but why don't we do this? Let's uh, get out of the suitcase race. We'll head on over to the A-Main, take a quick break, keep you on the line, and get you into the A-Main really quick because our A-Main is kind of a quick pit stop A-Main tonight, but our A-Main tonight is pretty special. Yeah, we had a halfway break in the A-Main to fill up and fuel up and do a little tire change, a little tire pressure. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, let's do that. That's going to wrap it up for the RTS B-Main presented by the Racing Insiders. Suitcase race is done. Mike on the cell is going to hang on for just a couple more minutes as we take a quick break, and we're going to head on over to RTS A-Main, a very special A-Main event tonight, a quick pit stop A-Main on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast to find out who, what, and why after this quick commercial break. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, buddy. This is like, I'm still on the train of it here. I just, uh, I don't like it that you're not here. I know, dude. I wish I could have been there, but just getting some stuff figured up and packed up and getting ready to head on the road, man. Priority. I wish you were coming with. I, I wish I was too, but uh, 
I guess it's better time than not. You know, the wife's 30th birthday is on Friday, so this will be released on Wednesday, but we record on a Friday, so this is the official happy birthday, Taylor, to my wonderful wife. Happy Dirty 30. I love you. There's your shout-out on the podcast. Time to get back to work. Yep. Happy Dirty 30. She was a homie. That's right. Look forward to uh, whooping her in fantasy football again this year. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Already getting the fantasy football tack on. Oh, yeah. I whooped her last year when, uh, what was it, Robert Woods caught like 17 catches in one game. (laughs) Uh, Dude, dude's a PPR machine. Yeah, he is. Oh, man, we're going to have to see. That's the other thing talking about this whole fantasy football thing. Uh, be on the lookout for that. We're going to get Andrew and Joey, the dink and the boom back in here with Mike on the cell and the crew chief. And we're going to have another little crossover episode. We're going to talk a little fantasy football coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. I'm looking forward to fantasy football, man. I just football season in general. I just cannot wait. Oh, I know it's coming up. If you think about it, so last last weekend was the Hall of Fame game. Now the first round of the preseason starts this weekend. There will be football every weekend until February. Usually one week off between football and Daytona 500. Saddest week of the year. Yep, you, know, you sit there and you just stare out. The, it's like those memes that you see. You just sit there and you're crying, staring out the window and it's raining. And you're like, I wonder if the football season and racing thinks about me too. Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> yep. It's like every time I talk to Kate, I'm like, she's like, I don't want to hear about your podcast, your pool, your fantasy team, nothing. <laughs> oh, I know. Taylor's the same way. Just like, will you give it a rest? I'm sick of hearing about this, that, this, that, and the other. Can we just have some us time and watch a show or a movie? It's like, no, nah, I'm going. It's racing. No, I'm Podcasting. busy, man. If, yeah, I'm if a- Tanner Thorson once he got that flat and gravel would have set quick time and Robert Woods would have caught that touchdown pass. I'd have like an extra 500 bucks in the bank. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're always constantly these things. Like I said, you're like, now I feel like I'm throwing myself in that equation. Like you, like the scene from uh, The Hangover, just everything's just going right yep. in front of you. You know, it's just equations and numbers and everything. And you're just trying to figure out like, what could I have done? You look back at last year's draft results. If I could have, instead of taking him here, I could have took this guy, the same guy who would probably perform this guy two spots sooner, and I would have been sitting way better. You just sit back and look at that shit. Yep, I agree, man. I always mess up in my drafts. It's like I know who I want, and I'll end up getting them, and then I'm like, man, I should have paid up for this guy, and I end up with extra money, and I'm like, man, one of these one of these years I'll get her figured out. I always start out hot, though. I start out pretty hot, 4-1, and 5-1, and 6-2, and two, and then it's downhill at the end of the season. All right, I feel like we're this is a racing episode, Mike. We're getting a little off track here. Yeah, we are. We are. We're get, getting a little. We're go, like we're we're heading straight, and all of a sudden we we just diverted straight right. Yeah, hard left turn, man. Pitched it in, hit the infield tractor tire. Now we spun out. Let's get back on track. Let's get a restart. Let's do it up. It is RTSA main time. The football talk will resume in a couple weeks when we have the crossover episode. This A main. Tonight on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast is very, very special. Uh, it different. I didn't think it was going to work. Let's recap it a little bit. A couple weeks ago, we had our Northern Invasion episode where we had Kaylee Emerson, Chris Lewis, and Paul Schultz on the show. Kaylee Emerson being the focal point on the A main feature that night. Reason we had him on, we wanted a little bit of background on the Northern Renegades series, a little background on him, a little background on how the season was going. But he had a special, what if you want to call it, uh, hot shoe in his sprint car that night at ABC Raceway. Uh, it ended up being NASCAR Xfinity Series driver Noah Gregson as he was doing a promotional deal up in Ashland, Wisconsin at ABC Raceway uh, during an interview saying that, hey, these sprint cars are badass. I'd definitely love the opportunity to get in one. Well, guess what? They approached him, and guess who got in the car? Noah Gregson. Tonight's A-Main feature event, the junior motorsports driver in the NASCAR Xfinity Series, the number nine of Noah Gregson. Uh, Mike, I'm still a little shell-shocked, like I said a couple seconds ago, that we were able to have the opportunity. Got about 10 minutes with Noah, but 10 valuable minutes. Got a lot in in that 10 minutes. I, I can't wait for people to hear this. Yeah, it was super cool. Really nice kid. I mean, 10 minutes with him. Got to talk about a lot of things from Las Vegas. I mean, everything you're going to hear in the upcoming interview, I mean, it was uh, it was pretty damn cool. 
Nope, definitely was. So this is the first time on this show where if I had, I actually should have thought about this, where we can actually say some portions of the show may have been pre-recorded. No, no it was good to talk to him, hear a little of his insight and his background story and what he's got planned and get jumped in a sprint car for the first time. Pretty damn cool. No, it absolutely was. It was great to get his take on it. But that's enough from us. We are going to let you, RTS Nation, take a listen now to our interview with Noah Gregson the driver of the number nine junior motorsports NASCAR Xfinity Series stock car. Joining us now here on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, driver of the number nine Camaro in the NASCAR Xfinity Series for junior motorsports, Noah Gregson. Noah, you're on the Reaction Time Sports Podcast, man. How you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Not too bad. You're here with Mark and Mike here on RTS. Uh, wanted to get you on the line because you, uh, you had a little bit of off time from driving the race car over the last couple of weeks and uh some of that off time brought you uh up north into uh minnesota wisconsin and you got behind the wheel of uh one of our northern renegade sprint cars yeah yeah it was awesome i had a great time going up to abc raceway and um then getting an opportunity to drive a sprint car that's uh that was one of my bucket list deals and uh and finally getting to drive one it was pretty pretty damn awesome what were you doing up at the abc raceway if you want to explain on that a little bit uh, we were up there with uh, Northern Clearing and, and Beard Oil, and, and we brought the Cup car up there with uh, the Beard family. And number sixty-two car was was up there. We were signing autographs and uh, saying hello to fans, and and just uh, kind of a partnership with with Northern Clearing. They're up in uh, that area, and they've sponsored ABC Raceway for a, a while now. And so uh, being able to to go meet a bunch of people and, and have some fun. It, it was a great time up there. And then uh, I didn't plan on driving, but uh, I got the opportunity to make a few laps and uh, and had a great time. Yeah, I saw you jump behind Kaylee's 15E car and then green picture you put on Instagram looked pretty cool. What would you think of it? I mean, how many laps did you end up making and any future interests of maybe jumping in a sprint car here and there? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, in the future, it was a lot of fun. I didn't really know what I was in for. Never never driving uh, a sprint car at all ever um it was it was something new it was something different but it was awesome so had a great time uh just kind of learning it each and every lap i only did three or four laps but uh you know i felt up to speed um really right off the get-go so i'd love to race it and uh it looks like an awesome series looks like an awesome group of guys and girls who uh who are involved in it very family family uh involvement throughout the whole series so but that being said i definitely would love to uh to get back up there to to one of the racetracks and and try it out yeah it looked like that if you ever do come up let me know man you can also jump in my sprint car anytime i also saw you were at millbridge jumped in a micro how was that it was it was pretty fun we uh got to drive one of those uh a while back and uh and just kind of learn with everybody in josh wise's program so that was really cool just to be able to uh figure it out you know and i think that helped me inside the sprint car but uh, they kind of they kind of drive a little bit differently but uh overall same concept so definitely definitely had a blast yeah definitely i mean if you're gonna listen to anybody josh wise he's one of the best so that'd be good what about chili bowl any like midget that'd be pretty cool to see you there i think uh chili bowl definitely is on the bucket list now uh knowing that that kind of how the way those cars drive and what i'm looking for um and, and going into it so you don't get a whole lot of practice you don't get a whole lot of opportunity to make laps at, at the chili bowl but uh now that i've had a little bit of practice i think that i'd uh i'd feel right at home and uh it'd be it'd be a lot of fun so you started racing at the age of 13 racing bandoleros uh moving up through the series uh, k&n k&n pro series as well uh, before that, uh, doing the micro ride and then jumping in Kaylee's uh, sprint car. Any other previous dirt racing uh, experiences before that? Just in the in the Champion World Truck Series at Eldora twice, um, but other than that, never uh, never been in a dirt car. So uh, I guess I had one modified race on dirt too, but I, I had no clue what I was doing. That was back in 2016, I believe. So it was a long, long time ago. Yeah, that's awesome, man. What'd you think of the dirt modifieds at Bristol? Any like thing you like to try there? Uh, dirt modified racing would be fun. It's uh, it, they're cool cars. You know, I like driving anything. If I get the opportunity, I'm gonna drive it no matter what. And, uh, and so, just hopefully, people will be able to 
to give me a call and, and race their stuff, but uh, I'm, I'm open right now. I'm just uh, willing to have a good time. Well, man, it definitely uh, awesome experience. You ha- awesome experience having you up there and doing that with the Northern Renegades and Kaylee Emerson and everything. We actually had him on our podcast two weeks ago to talk about the experience, and he had nothing but uh, great things to say about it and definitely, uh, definitely made his year. No, great, great opportunity, and I had so much fun, and I'm, I'm very thankful for it. And uh, just an awesome series, awesome people, uh, very welcoming with their with their hands open. So it was all smiles the whole entire evening, and uh, just very, very thankful that uh, he gave me a little little go in his car, and uh, we were able to rip some laps. Uh, before we let you go, uh, kind of touching on your uh, your NASCAR season so far. Currently sitting eighth in the points uh, in the Xfinity Series, one twenty six above the cut line, uh, making the trip, making the return back to the racetrack this weekend with four races to go to the playoffs, and also still searching for that first win this season. Uh, what do you expect with these next four races coming up? Where do you see a place where you could uh, potentially get a win and lock yourself in the playoffs? And what all do you have to do to get there come September? Well, our, our season hasn't gone according to plan. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been tough. So, with that being said, we've, we've had a lot of speed, just not a, not a lot of luck, uh, on our, in our side and, and in our favor. So, I feel like having some good tracks coming up, obviously, super speedways. I love the road courses. A lot of good ovals coming up as well. So, I feel like, like, Michigan's going to be good for us. Uh, the road courses trying to think what else you guys it's been uh it's been a lot of racing so far this season we got a lot more to go so um some short track stuff coming up and, and whatnot so i'm excited for it uh hopefully you can pick one off here and lock yourself into those playoffs before you get to daytona because uh you won there last year in 2020 and you never you always like you know anything can happen at daytona that's right anything can happen and uh hopefully we're on the right side of it so being from las vegas what's your favorite table game slack guy what do you do a little throwing some dice Blackjack. There Blackjack. you go. Blackjack. Noah Blackjack. Gregson. <laughs> I'll sit there for hours. I love it. You split nates every time? Split nates? No, I don't do that. I just I just stay and uh, hopefully deal with bus. Perfect. As our podcast being a racing program, we're also a little bit of a sports program as well. Seeing that you're a big Vegas Golden Knights fan, what do you think of our Minnesota Wild taking you guys to seven games? Yeah, you guys were good. You guys were a really good team and uh in the playoffs and, and it was tough but uh you know the golden knights they just made a lot of changes uh, i'm a big fan of them and and uh and that whole team and um actually was just out at their their team store when i was in vegas over the last couple of days so um no you guys were you guys were good it was it was a good series but either way uh no matter who who won and had to face the canadians Canadians did a good job in the playoffs, but I think everybody was going to get their ass kicked by uh, by the Tampa Bay Lightning. They, they're just a good team this year. Oh, yeah. They are undoubtedly a powerhouse right now in the NHL. Uh, no question about that. You know, this coming season, you know, we might be making a trip out there to catch a wild Vegas game. You know, we're, we're going to bring the land of 10,000 fans out that way. You guys ready for that? <laughs> It'll be uh, it'll be a, a fun uh, – if you guys have never been out to Vegas for the game, um, it's, it's quite, quite awesome. It's, it's kind of like a show, like a Vegas show with a hockey game, uh, in the middle. It's, it's, it's unique. It's badass and, uh, it's a hard place to play against, uh, being in the, in the fortress out in Vegas. Yeah. That place looks amazing. Sounds like a lot of fun. Me and Mark have both been there, but looking forward to maybe going out to a game next year and we'll check it out. Heck yeah. I appreciate it guys. Yeah, anytime, man. Well, we definitely appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the Reaction Time Sports podcast. Like we said, awesome experience having you up, being a part of the Renegade family and getting behind the wheel of Kaylee's sprint car. Uh, if you're ever up in the area again and you're looking, we got at least two or three of these things available if you ever want to do it again, man. Hell yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it. Absolutely. Just tell me when. <laughs> Sounds good. No, we'll get in contact and we'll get it set up. We'll have to we'll have to bring you out to Cedar Lake Speedway in New Richmond and uh, have you check that place out. A little more high bank, a little smaller. Hell yeah. Sounds good to me. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Best of luck this weekend back at the racetrack. And we uh pulling for you to get that win, get locked in the playoffs, and then uh, make it all the way to the championship four. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Noah. Good luck, man. Thank you. Definitely cannot thank noah gregson enough for being 
on the RTS podcast. What an amazing interview. What an amazing 10 minutes that we got with him. Doesn't get any better than that. No, it doesn't. Pretty incredible to take time out of his busy day. Talk to us at Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Give us a little insight of the sprint car. And like you said, man, Chili Bowl's a bucket list. I mean, nothing cooler in a Chili Bowl Bass Pro Midget. I think that would be pretty phenomenal. No, I'm all about it. I hope that maybe sometime sometime down the road it does actually uh, – come to fruition for him and he gets the opportunity opportunity to do that and uh you know hopefully uh he can lock himself into the final four for the xfinity series or lock himself into the playoffs i should say not the final four we want him to get to the final four as well uh got a little sports talking with him as well being a big vegas golden knights fan yeah super cool to talk to him pretty badass i mean i don't know about you but i'm splitting eights every time and he's letting it ride so it's a little different (laughs) <laughs> nice man no i agree with you no it's uh you know actually i'm thinking we might have to run the aces sometime soon and see if we get those eights and oh, see what happens for sure that's gonna do it for the rtsa main presented by tcb speed north get old rob ko jr find him on facebook tcb speed north to get all your parts to get you back on the racetrack today i gotta get mike off the cell phone he's gotta get ready to head to knoxville Mike, I still appreciate you for taking the time and calling in and still doing a part-time half-ass job. Yep, you know, I, I do what I can every now and then, so no, it was good, man. The Noah Gregson interview was good. Everything was awesome. I mean, like I said, it was pretty badass. But no, yeah, Victory Lane's coming up, and I'm going to get loading up and packing up and hit the road here. Sounds good, man. Well, you have yourself a hell of a time down in Knoxville. I'm sure you and me will be in contact throughout the week. Safe travels to you and everybody that's going with you. Let me know when you're back home, man. Will do, man. Sounds good. I'll see you later, bud. See you, Mike. Yeah. What a first two-thirds of the show. You get the B main with Mike on the cell. You get the RTS A main with Noah Gregson and Mike on the cell. What a heck of a start of the show. Mike's gone. He's packing up the suitcase. He's on his way to Knoxville as we speak. You get the crew chief. It's just me. And we're going to get heading to victory lane here in just a second. A lot of racing going on around the Renegade racing brand. The Reaction Time Sports Podcast, the exclusive home and official podcast of the Renegade Racing brand, the UMSS, the Western Renegades, the Northern Renegades, the Mars Series, and the Shinamaquan Sprint Car Series as well. A lot of action going down. It's RTS Victory Lane. We also have one calling in as well to Victory Lane tonight. One down at the Mars Series over the weekend, picking up his second win of the vic- second win of the season. He's starting to get it back on track here as soon as we're getting into, uh, if you want to call it special season. Uh, we got the traditional challenge coming up. Four nights over Labor Day weekend. Jackson, Husitz. You got the Rickard Memorial. And then end it all off, legendary 100 weekend. And the guy that's calling in, the winner of last year's legendary 100 event, driver of the 7B, Scott Brandt. You heard it there right there, folks. Winner Friday night at Chateau Speedway, driver of the 7B, Scott Brands. What's up, Scotty? Not much, dude. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for coming on and chatting with uh, me for a couple minutes because my uh, co-host of the show clearly uh, took PTO and decided not to show up tonight. Yeah, he's always slacking. I always got time for my uh, de facto push truck 
slash crew chief. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of a crazy year with everything going on. I feel like I, I haven't been over there to help you out as much as I'd like to, but uh, you know I've always got you when, when you're in a pinch. You're always there in spirit, and I like being able to bounce off uh, setup ideas off you. So then I can blame you when I screw it up and I'm wrong. No, that's perfectly fine. I'll, I'll take all the heat for it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, before we get to talking about uh, Friday night for you, uh, we're pretty deep into the 2021 season. Uh, how's it been going for you so far, and uh, what do you what do you have to say about it? Uh, overall, I'd say it's been decent, ups and downs. I don't have the wins I uh, was hoping for, uh, but uh, a 54 car has been kind of hard to beat. But car's been fast. A little bad luck here and there. I've had some bad races and bad luck here and there but overall uh i think i got speed i think uh i think most of the other guys know i'm a threat overall not too bad no not at all and actually uh after uh, a little bit of uh some motor issues there kind of in the middle of the season you got those rectified and i actually able to come back uh at chateau speedway and picked up your first victory just a couple weeks ago down there yeah that was great yeah i've been having some Magneto timing issues that uh, kind of took me out of the race, and unfortunately, because I might have made the right calls, I could have got a pick. So a little frustrated about that, but we came back. Think we got it rectified now, and uh, yeah, Chateau, man. Let me tell any of the other uh, Renegade brand racers, you guys got to get down there. That place is awesome. The uh, Johnny Parsons the third, and uh, the track crew there has been. Uh, busting their balls to try and give us a decent racetrack after some slick and rubber issues and tire eating a couple years ago or last year a little bit and they have been working hard and they are putting moisture it is smooth and it is fast and it is fun i was gonna say you're talking up chateau speedway pretty good there because uh, it's technically kind of been your uh, personal atm here these last couple races uh speaking of which uh last friday night with the mars series jp3 series i uh, headed down there did a little racing and uh took home the took home the trophy yeah i, I don't know what it is about that place uh you know got to win there last year two for two this year uh if it's the shape or what but uh i seem to like it you know been slick before i've done well and the last couple times it's just been close to wide open and i'm looking at uh property nearby nice gonna move in personal atm make sure you can swing in there every friday night and take home the check yeah hopefully maybe they'll get a weekly show and i'll just move down there There i can't i i can't win a theater this year well as long as cam's there anyway yeah, if it's gonna be one highlight, it's gonna be if it's gonna be a one lane highway around the top banging the boards down, you might as well just write the check. Exactly, but man, I've uh, been been on the top of Chateau though, and it's been wide open and fast. So why are you cool. just translate all that over? I know obviously it's a little bit different track layout and setup and everything, but just translate that over to Cedar Lake and you'll be just fine. Yeah, well, I keep trying, but every time I go out there, it does, the track does something different that I I guess wrong. I guess wrong all the time, but it's still fun. It's still, it's still fun to get around that joint, too, and hopefully I can get one there this year. We'll see. Uh, you never know. Just got to be Cam and Mike, because those two guys have been uh, pretty lights out there all year. Oh yeah, definitely. Though it's it's been it's a it's a battle between the two of them right now, especially in the point standings as well. It's been it seems to been that way when it's been at the racetrack. Uh, kind of leading up to it, I also you know we're getting close to that uh, end of the year. Uh, I was telling them we're getting to that special season. You know we got traditional challenge coming up here in a couple of weeks. Then we had to do four days on the road at Jackson and Houston. Come back, turn around, do the Rickard Memorial at Cedar Lake, and then to finish it all off. We go back to Cedar Lake for three nights, legendary weekend. You are the defending legendary 100 weekend champion from 2020. Is there a chance for a repeat? My car's fast enough, just whether or not uh, I am, or if I guess right or make the right move. So there's a chance. And hearing all those specials and those three and four day weekends, my liver already hurts. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the first time that we've uh, we've gotten that notion, or somebody has said this on the show. Just because that's going to be a long four days. Yeah, that's uh, it's going to be rough. I actually uh, just took that following week of work off, so I can uh, hopefully uh, recover on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that and should be fun. Get yourself ready and make sure you're ready to go for the record the following weekend. Uh, I'm still not sure on that one. I uh, I might be uh, turning wrenches and. 
given driving advice to Mr. Cambam down at East It's Long Weekend for the big USAC show. Uh, but uh, that's still up in the air. You know, he's running Thursday, Friday. I got time off work, so probably be down there at least the beginning, and we'll see uh, see if I make it back. I really want to go to the record, but no. Also, uh, you you can't pass wanna, up. Want to help out Cam? Yeah, I was going to say you can't help. And it's and it's mid it's USAC midgets and sprint cars. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's, it's pretty badass. Yeah, that's that's a hard one to pass up right there. I mean, I I we've talked about it and trying to see if that's something to make work and whatnot, but I think scheduling wise and just on a map it just doesn't make sense, but it's it's going to be a hard one to pass up. And who knows, maybe I'll drag my car down there and if there's not a lot of USAC sprint cars there, I'll go try and uh try and run with a two barrel and get get my butt kicked. But. <laughs> hey, at least said you can do it. Yeah, I can say I raced against raced against them so it'd be kind of cool but i normally don't like to do that you know i don't like i don't like to go out unless i got a shot to win so that probably won't happen well it's still hey you're gonna go out there you're gonna race yourself turn around go and help cam bam out on 410 out there uh whatever works out man it'll be good even if you do miss the record come back defend that championship at the legendary 100 one of the closest and best finishes that i can even think of to date uh, with you and Bowers that evening, um, I had the pleasure of being in victory lane with you that night. Uh, definitely an exciting race, and uh, I mean, too close to too close for comfort. But you know, uh, you you did your thing. We're running the bottom and pulled it off and got him on the last corner. Yeah, I probably have to rank that as that's probably my biggest win of my life. So it was it was pretty cool. It uh, and uh, probably more because it was un, unexpected. You know, and when I started closing in on him with a few to go, I was like, is this really happening? And then the white flag lap just hit it perfect, and he slipped up a little bit and just coming out of turn four and going, holy shit, I think I just won. Right. No, oh, it was cool, man. There's pictures to prove it. I mean, that was a hell of a night. Yeah, yeah my liver paid for that one, too. <laughs> right on, buddy. Well, we expect to see you out there in, uh, in about a week or so on the 21st back at Cedar Lake. Yep, yeah, I'll be out there. Uh, should have a good time this weekend, uh, me and all the boys, Mr. Uh, Mike and the Mike, Mr. Cam Bam, uh, Big Dog Brian Roach, Top 5 Todd Hansen. We're all heading down to Knoxville to hit up some Zingas and watch 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 the real good guys. And uh, that should be fun. And then uh, we'll come back and do it again and pretend we're as cool as they are. Right on, buddy. Well, just like I said to Mike before I got off the phone with him, I am praying for your liver as well. Um, Hopefully you uh, come back in one piece, and we will see you uh, at Cedar Lake on the 21st. Right on, boss. Thanks a lot, and uh, you have a good one. And uh, always, thanks for your help. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Bulldog Estimating and uh, Rocket Marketing and one of the best sponsors of the RTS podcast and the 7B, the uh, Mueller Jewelers. Oh, they absolutely. are the best. If you're listening to this and you need me jewelry, you go see Gary and Carrie, and you won't be disappointed. No, I could not agree with you more on that one, Scott. All right. Well, you have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Sounds good, buddy. We will see you in a couple weeks. See you, bud. The Iceman, driver of the 7B. Scott Brandt picking up the win Friday night down at Chateau. Win number two at Chateau. Like you said, it's turned up to place into his own personal ATM, looking into getting some real estate down there. Nice job, Scotty. Have a great time down at Knoxville with my co-host of the show and a host of others. Have a great time at the Knoxville Nationals. Rolling on with Victory Lane, we also had some other action across the Renegade brand. Northern Renegades Thursday night at Grand Rapids. Nick DeRocco picking up the win up there. Western Renegades two nights. All we need to say is one winner for the whole weekend. Pulling a Miles Tomlinson himself. We're going to have to start calling Adam Sobolik the janitor. He sweeps it for the Western Renegades over the weekend. Congratulations to all of our winners across the Renegade Racing brand. Another full weekend of racing coming up as well. That's going to do it for the Reaction Time Sports Victory Lane presented by Mueller Jewelers. As you heard yourself, sponsoring the 7B.
of Scott Brandt. Got a full endorsement from him. They are the official diamond company of the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Head on over there and see Carrie and Gary and their family-friendly staff. Open six days a week, located in Chisago City, Minnesota. It's Mueller Jewelers, or head online and find them at MuellerJewelers.com. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. That's going to wrap it up here for the Reaction Time Sports Podcast. It's been the crew chief, Mark Meyerhoff. Thanks to Mike for chiming in on his day off as he's getting ready to head to Knoxville. Thank you to Noah Gregson. Thank you to Scott Brandt. We can't do it without all of our sponsors. we got to give them a shout-out as well. Mueller Jewelers, TCB Speed North, Taylor Jolin Photography, Scott King Designs, The Racing Insiders, TheDukeSuperstore.com, Soda Sports, and the Lenhart team at Coldwell Banker Realty. If you want to go back and check out any of our previous episodes, tune into your favorite podcast app by searching Reaction Time Sports Podcast. You can find us on the likes of Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Make sure you give us a like, share, and a follow on any of our content or any one of our pages. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Reaction Time Sports Podcast. Give it a search. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Share our content. Chime in. Give a comment on any one of our posts. If you feel if there's a driver that you want us to try to have on, let us know who you want to have on. If you got questions for me or Mike or any of the drivers that come on the show, post them in the comments or message them, message them to us directly. It's Knoxville Nationals weekend. It's going to be a hell of a weekend down there. We've got our picks in. If you're heading down there, enjoy the show. If you're tuning into Dirt Vision, I'll be doing the same as you. If you're also heading to your local dirt track to enjoy the racing this weekend, have a great time. Be safe. Drivers drive hard. Be safe. Let's get a little slideways. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.